it all boils down to your why, your purpose. How do you want to age? And I sure hope you say awesomely. Stay tuned because we're diving into compelling reasons for wellness. Welcome to the Women Aging Awesomely podcast, the perfect space to empower women to say goodbye, good riddance, and even bye, Felicia, to the mischief of menopause. Here, we banish the mindset of it sucks to get old and turn our menopausal woes into wins. I'm your host, Stephanie Fowler, certified in women's wellness and yoga and host of Women Aging Awesomely. Welcome back to another episode of Women Aging Awesomely, and we are talking today about what your compelling reason for wellness is. You know, because if you don't have a reason for something, it's not going to matter to you. It won't make sense to do it or to think about it. So we need to have a compelling reason for that. And honestly, you might have more than one reason. It might have to do with a lot of different, you know, things. So we'll dive into that a little bit later. Um, But I just wanted to start off just expressing complete shock (laughs) at what month it is. I mean, today, new calendar, new month, it's, it's July 1st, and I'm thinking, where has the time flown by? Now, I know I probably say that at the beginning of each month, uh, if you know me personally and in person, or um, you know if you're if you're friends with me on social media, or if you've been listening to this podcast each month, I probably am saying that same thing. But it truly is flying by. I feel like I'm on you know Captain Kirk's um, USS Enterprise, and and Scotty is firing up the engines and warp speed ahead. You know, um, I'm also celebrating new glasses this week because uh, I haven't had new glasses in three years. I go every year, except for last year or 2020. I did not go last year, but I go every year to get um, my eyes checked. And 2018 was the last time that I needed new glasses. Um, Possibly needed them last year, but like I mentioned, I didn't go. So I went um, a couple of weeks ago and there were some, some definite changes. And um, I just love, you know, looking at those things and the optometrist, you know, she'll, she changes the little lenses and it's like, ooh, that's much better, you know. And I told her my favorite part of the entire exam is when she is checking my reading ability um, of up close and she'll pop that little um, card down that's like a lot closer than the one that's way far away on the wall. And um, it just always uh, amazes me at how much clearer things can be when she adjusts those little lenses on that that, um, device that's in front of my eyes. Anyway, so yes, I've got new reading glasses that are just reading. I can't buy them um, in drugstores or dollar stores because I have two different um, uh, prescriptions for each eye. And, um, and then I've got my regular glasses that have the progressive lenses of, you know, nearsightedness and midway and then close-up range and then sunglasses. So I treated myself to three pairs of sunglasses. It's been three years. I thought, why not? So anyway, enough about me and my glasses and the month of July. Let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. So we are talking about compelling reasons for wellness today. 
You know, I believe our generation of women, now that we are reaching midlife, we are truly setting the bar pretty high, I think, for fellow women in our age range, but also for for future generations as they enter midlife. We are not saying, oh, well, the best years are over. We're not saying things like, oh, I'm old now. I need to sit inside the house all day and do old lady things. Nope, none of that. Um, We are so much more adventurous, I think, in spirit and honestly in activity level, in options, not to mention that we're so much more independent than previous generations too. We really and truly are changing the way society thinks of how women should behave. We have a lot of trailblazers among us, I guess you could say. (laughs) And we're living longer. So let's get into the idea of what compelling reasons for wellness might be for you. And if you honestly haven't truly thought about this yet, because maybe you're at the younger age of listening to my podcast, and to be honest, that's true. I look at my statistics for my podcast, and um, oddly enough, (laughs) I have a high range of um, zero to 17-year-old females listening to this. So I don't know what babies out there, you know, toddlers and and teenagers are listening to this, but apparently there's there's quite a few of you. So um, anyway, but in our age range of, you know, the late 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and even some beyond, let's talk about this. So to get into the idea of compelling reasons for doing anything, whether it be wellness or anything else, when you first start out with anything, you know, it's all about the motivation. It's all about the excitement. I mean, think about it. Think way, 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 way back to when you were 14 and you're thinking, oh yeah, next year I'm going to get my learner's permit and it's on, baby. And, you know, you get the learner's permit, you, you get, you're, you're 15, you take the little test and all that, and you get your mom or dad or whoever, anybody older than 18 or whatever it was back then, I can't remember. It just always seemed to be my brother or my mom or dad, or my stepmother, I should say. Uh, my mom had passed away from cancer at that point. But, you know, they they help you out. You're driving, all that stuff. It's all fun. It's exciting. 16, same thing. You're excited because you get to drive by yourself. Um, but then slowly as you get older, it, it, that excitement goes away because it's like all about the commute to work every day and things of that nature and traffic. And, and then it's like, oh, can you run to the store and get this, that, and the other, you know, for dinner? And and it just ends up being this major, um, almost ordeal or hassle. So that's a silly example. And it's from so long ago, you might not even remember how, you you know, excited you were about driving (laughs) when you first started. But it really is truly like that with anything that you do. Um, And there's a lot of psychology with that, right? Because that newness of starting something, that excitement, it does wear off. And it's so natural because we get busy. 
I mean, I know I got hella busy back in May working on um, my brand new website. I had done one about two years ago all by myself on what's considered to be a pretty hard platform to use. It was called WordPress. But I was so excited and proud of myself for figuring out how to make one from scratch. Um, I didn't really do any coding, but it was still incredibly difficult. And playing around with this thing called padding and just, oh my gosh, just all the things. It's way too much to get into. Um, but it just, I didn't know how to make things like faster and how to optimize speed and all of those kind of things and do cute little doodads around it like I, I wanted. And so I just kind of hit a brick wall with it. And um, I just wanted to focus more on women's wellness and, 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 you know, getting the word out about that and motivating women to, to take care of their bodies. And I didn't have time to also be learning how to do all of that on a website. So I did treat myself. That was my big investment for this year with my business was to get a website. So yeah, I was super busy back in May and into a little bit of July, excuse me, June, working with my web designer. And it was a, a major struggle finding time to work out. And y'all know I'm motivated about that. I work out all the time. I'm walking daily when the weather is good, um, especially in the summer months, because I'll be honest, I actually like to sweat. Now I'm in the South and I, I mean, I sweat just literally stepping out of my house to go check the mail, you know, just, just 50 feet away from me in the, in the mailbox. Um, it is so humid and hot here in the summer months of the South, but I don't mind it. I, I just, I love to get a sweat on. It makes me feel like I've done something and, uh, and, you know, I just wait and take my shower after all that's out and over and done with. But um, yeah, it was a struggle to, to find some time to work out. So thankfully, I have my monthly membership and my scheduling of classes, and I maintained that even when some of my personal workouts took a back seat for a little while, while I finished up all the things I needed to do on my part of the website design. So we get frustrated if we don't see progress too right? So one thing that happens is we get busy. Another thing that happens is we get frustrated if we're not seeing progress right away or ugh, worse, if there's like a plateau. So can I get a virtual hand raise from you on that one? I mean, I know it happens a lot more than we care to admit. And those plateaus are a major buzzkill. And then sometimes another reason for us to lose motivation is that we sometimes get distracted by that shiny new object that comes along, right? You know, maybe it's a brand new Netflix series that draws you in and gets you off track. That happened to me recently too. Um, NBC, I don't have cable uh, TV. We just um, wait for something to come on Netflix or Hulu and if it's something like majorly important that we love to watch, we'll just buy that one show for the season. Um, but I had never even heard of a show that NBC put out called Manifest. It's sort of like Lost from, you know, the, the show back in the day. I think um, that was, what, 10 years ago? Um, so it's similar to that in a way because it happened to involve an airplane. <laughs> 
<laughs> and people landing um, with five years of their life gone by when it had only been a couple of hours. So there's, you know, just this weird um, supernatural aspect to it. So I totally was binging that um, for like three or four days. So sometimes I get distracted by something like that. And I know we all do. So the bottom line is that once your motivation dies off, your purpose for wellness, your why, your compelling reason has to kick in. So you need to start looking at all the things that your mind is saying, ooh, this is boring too. Or maybe it's saying, ooh, let's let's go watch this, you know, series on Netflix that just came on or, uh, you know, something else. Even if it's something at work, like a work project or some major um, thing happening at work, maybe it's a new job promotion, you still have to keep that compelling reason in the forefront because your wellness truly is what's going to help you stay healthy throughout your years. So once you've got that compelling reason, you know, your purpose or your why, then you're able to attach it to what you are doing, what you want. So instead of relying on strictly motivation or excitement, because we know that that will ebb, we know that goes away, we want to rely on our purpose. We want to rely on, you know, the passion, the, the commitment, the, the why, the compelling reason. So I have a list of eight compelling reasons to help you out just in case, you know, you're, you're not thinking about this like in the forefront. Um, maybe there hasn't been an instance for you to really consider this before. So I've got some reasons coming up for you right after a word from our show's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by my brand new website and my monthly membership. I have a super fun scavenger hunt for you to fill out from my website. And if you fill it out and submit it, you will be winning a free Yoga Lotties class with me later this month of July, 2021. And today happens to be the very last day to join my monthly membership at the charter rate of $37 a month. It is no contract, it is no auto renewal, and it is awesome. So many bonuses, so many membership perks, so hop on it now. Links for both the scavenger hunt and the monthly membership are in the show notes for this very episode. So check that out below and let's get back to the episode. All right, so I definitely have a nice, wonderful list of eight, hopefully very compelling reasons to help you out if you need one. Um, so many of us already have, you know, an idea that yeah, we need to we need to move around, we need to stay healthy, but sometimes it's just a general awareness, and um, and I just want to give you some specifics. I have a, a friend, a longtime friend. And he ended up in his early 30s or mid-30s having a stroke. It was a mild one, thank goodness. But by golly, that completely changed his mindset. And, um, and he 
just developed a deep, deep focus on well-being. Um, at the time that he had the stroke, he was obese. He had high blood pressure, um, things of that nature. And so he ended up really just starting walking um, and starting, you know, to be more active. And little by little, he picked up running and got better and better at it. And he is, you know, just enjoying a wonderful life of not having to worry about strokes anymore. He is um, very much in his weight range for his age now. And this was years ago, but he has managed to keep that off. And I just, I don't want us to have any kind of scare like that, that causes us to to shore up, you know, things that we could do to focus on wellness. Now, I have my own compelling reason for wanting to do what I can and stay healthy, stay active, work on my mindset, you know, to de-stress and all of that. Um, and that obviously at the forefront, because it was so recent, is my breast cancer scare last year. Um, I opted for a prophylactic bilateral mastectomy. Those of you that have been listening to me for a while or are in my membership or, you know, you keep up with me in other ways, like on Instagram, you know that. Um, but it was a big deal. It was a super big deal. And along with that, I just, you know, really focused in on a lot of other things. I got my wellness certification and I felt like if I am having to shore things up and do what's best for me and research a lot of things, I need to start sharing that out. And so I do. I have a one-to-one wellness practice now. Um, I have worked with several women at this point. It is a wonderful practice and we work with um, you and we do what is best for you. You help with that. And I am kind of like your guide on the side and I am just holding you accountable for things that, you know, you know what to do. You just need some accountability. There's a lot more that goes into it, but that's, that's the main thrust. So here are some compelling reasons to help you out. Most of these reasons I'm about to share pretty much fall under the umbrella of (laughs) aging awesomely. So you can continue to stay active. You can continue to stay sharp and continue to stay healthy and well way on into your later years, you know, um, and enjoy them. So one of them is to get more energy during your day. If that's your compelling reason, because maybe you just have this low energy all the time, maybe you're always just, you know, falling onto the sofa when you get home, you might not even feel like getting back up to cook or, you know, you just drag yourself to bed at the end of the day or at the end of the night. Um, if you just need more energy, then that is a compelling reason. Because if you're already feeling that way now in your um, you know, 40s or 50s or 60s, imagine how that's going to be as you continue to age. We all do. We all age. Um, but I want you to do it in the best way possible. Maybe it's to get better sleep. Maybe you need to um, learn some coping skills, some better, um, you know, end of the day strategies or habits just so that you can get some better sleep. Or maybe there's some other underlying causes in there. Um, Maybe it's to manage your weight. I had to struggle with that myself um, twice now. Once was after I had my kids. I was definitely wearing the mom jeans, um, 
when I was in my 30s and, uh, and, and lost that weight, was, was very proud of that, did that on my own, lots of research went into it. Um, and then I also lost it not too long ago um, in earlier 2020 because um, things kind of crept up. That lower metabolism that we all have when we get in our into our 50s and menopause. Um, and I had a lot of stress at that point. I had gone through a divorce. I also had lost my stepmother to a uh, long battle with a very, very massive stroke. Um, my dad had been aging and he lost his leg due to lack of circulation. Um, just a lot of things going on. And so with all of that, you know, sometimes that weight does creep up and it did. But um, again, with my focusing, um, I had the breast cancer scare, got my wellness certification, and I have done what I know I needed to do. And I have lost just under 20 pounds. So I feel so much better. I'm back in that normal weight range I need to be in for my height. <laughs> um, and another one that you might think of as a compelling reason, because all of these impact your health, right? So speaking of health, lower chronic disease, a lower chance for, for developing chronic disease, things like cardiovascular diseases, um, heart-related things, smoking-related health issues, um, alcohol-related health issues. I uh, used to always drink wine, um, and that was actually something that people, if there's anything to do with yoga and wine, um, a meme or something funny, um, a funny quote, people would, I mean, several of my friends on Facebook would always share that to my Facebook page. Oh, Stephanie, you'd like this, you know, yoga and wine or whatever. Um, but to be honest, with 2020 coming around and having uh, major surgeries, because I also had a hysterectomy and also had a lumpectomy before my mastectomy, um, I have pretty much given up alcohol. I just had to let my body heal. Um, I had, you know, some medication here and there with all of that. And so I just felt like it was best not to drink at that point. And to be honest, even as we have rolled into 2021, I have not picked alcohol back up. I just, I just don't. Now I do like my kombucha, which has a negligible amount of alcohol, depending on the way it was brewed, depending on the brand that I use. Um, but, but that's it. Um, diabetes, that type two diabetes that might develop Alzheimer's, um, certain cancers, obesity, and even arthritis, because sometimes the extra weight on your body uh, maybe the types of nutrition or the types of diet that you have, uh, too many sugars, things of that nature, that can impact your joints. Um, another compelling reason, we already mentioned uh, the chronic disease of cardiovascular disease, but just on the flip side, cardiovascular health and maintaining um, a target heart rate every um, um, so often and a certain amount during each week, actually. Um, improving mental acuity. So, in fact, according to Healthline, because you know me, I do do some research when I'm um, getting my show notes together. But according to Healthline, physical activity has been shown to reduce changes in the brain that absolutely directly cause Alzheimer's disease and even schizophrenia as you age. So that is something that... Um, you know, you could you could do a quick Google search and find 
so many statistics, so many facts, so many benefits to taking care of your brain, your mental health, your sharpness as you age. Um, I know a lot of people do crossword puzzles, Sudoku, um, just actual physical puzzles in general. I like to do um, escape rooms. I have some apps on my iPad uh, that are just like uh, virtual escape rooms because you really have to think through those things. I love puzzle solving types of activity. Um, Meditation is another way to help your brain as well and and just have that de-stressing, that clarity, journaling goes in with that. And then another um, compelling reason, just, you know, something a little bit more on the, the light side, but it is important because we do care about how we look, right? So another one is glowing skin. So regular exercise does increase your body's production of natural, <laughs> natural antioxidants, which help protect your skin cells. Um, these different types of um, just exercise in general, it stimulates your blood flow. You know, that is definitely helping circulation, right? And that does pull away toxins in the skin. And we also know that, of course, things like drinking water would help with that as well. And over time, like if you if you are consistent and you develop that habit of exercising, that does prompt skin cell adaptations. Um, and this is very sciencey, <laughs> but it can help delay that appearance of aging skin. And then finally, another kind of um, lighthearted one, but in a way it's a serious one too, but it is happiness in your 30s, your 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. So those are some definite compelling reasons for you to want to take care of yourself, your well-being, your health, um, overall wellness, however you want to term that. So whether you, you know, have something happening right now, like my friend that I mentioned that had a mild stroke due to something going on with his body, or whether it is just hey, I am in that midlife age range. I want to enter midlife with more energy, with more of a wellness focus so that I can age awesomely. <laughs> then that, hopefully this list will help you. It all boils down to your why, your purpose. How do you want to age? And I sure hope you say awesomely. All right, my friend, that's it for today. Subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss my next episode. And as always, I always ask that if you have a, a couple of minutes to spare, please leave a review if you listen on Apple Podcast. I would really appreciate it. Remember, aging is a part of life, so we may as well do it awesomely. Until next time, this is Stephanie Fowler, your host of Women Aging Awesomely.